If you visit the massive corporate campuses of some Fortune 500 companies, you'll see things like on-site fitness classes, sleeping pods, and gourmet meals for employees. These are the types of office perks that sometimes make headlines, but at small to mid-sized organizations, you might be able to offer more modest perks like free snacks or company-branded swag. Office perks are becoming increasingly popular as businesses around the country compete for top talent, but more is not always better. So in this episode of HR Party of One, we'll take a look at how to choose the right perks for your office. We'll cover the pros and cons of various perks and help you determine what's worth it and what isn't. By the end, you'll have everything you need to access, whether that ping pong table in the break room is a boost to your organization or doing more harm than good. We'll discuss what office perks are, how to decide if a perk is right for your team, and tips for implementing a new perk in your office. Let's get into it. What are office perks and should you offer them? First, let's be clear. Office perks are not the same as employee benefits. Major benefits like health coverage and PTO are just expected in today's recruitment environment. Along with hourly rate or salary, they make up the bulk of your employees' compensation packages. If you're looking for strategies to build your benefits plan, we've got a three-episode series dedicated to that. I'll link to it in the description. Perks are like extras little bonuses that might tip the scale for an employee looking at two otherwise comparable offers, or that might make working at your organization more fun for your current team. Think things like snacks, games in the break room, incentive prizes, gamification, small wellness or commuting stipends, and supplies or clothing with your company's logo on them. There are lots of potential advantages to offering perks. They can help you draw in candidates during recruitment and are often especially useful when recruiting for entry-level positions that may not have especially competitive pay. Adding some fun to your office can also improve morale and increase productivity at a relatively low cost. For example, here at Bernie Portal, we offer an arcade-style incentive in which team members can earn their choice of branded prizes for making a bigger impact. On the other hand, the wrong perks might do more harm than good. If you spend a bunch of money on swag or programming that doesn't get used, you not only lose that investment, you lose the trust of your team as well. If employees don't see value in the perks you offer them, they're likely to wonder why you wouldn't just pay them more instead. Those tensions can be bad for your culture and your turnover rate. So it's important to choose which perks to offer carefully. Let's take a look at some questions to consider. How to decide if a perk is right for your team. First, what is your motive in offering this perk? This question applies to perks you're considering as well as ones you already provide. Think carefully about the reason for this perk. Is it designed to incentivize productivity? Is it a nice bonus or a distraction from an unsustainable pay structure? Are you trying to build a genuine organizational culture or just get employees to buy in at your company? Employees may wonder about your motives too. Consider some of these headlines about high-profile office perks. 
Companies are finally getting rid of dumb work perks. The era of wacky office perks is dead. And even cushy office perks are a trap. Remember, you want your perks to draw people in, but not compromise their trust. Perks should be the cherry on top of a competitive compensation package, not a distraction from a poor offer or an unhealthy culture. Second, do you have the budget for this perk? Effective perks can pay dividends by improving recruitment and retention metrics, but don't assume getting everyone branded hoodies will magically pay for itself. Take a hard look at your organization's financial health and don't add a perk unless you can clearly map out the return on your investment, either in dollars and cents or employee satisfaction. Third, is it right for your culture? At Bernie Portal, we work hard to build a culture of collaboration and mutual respect. That's why we were so confident about adding our arcade-style prizes as incentives to team members who hit certain metrics. A little healthy competition can add excitement and variety to your team's days and help your organization reach its goals. But if you're still working on building your culture, that might not work. If your team doesn't yet have the foundation of mutual respect, competition could quickly become more toxic than friendly and counteract your good intentions. Finally, who is the champion? Have you ever had an employee reach out to you about offering a certain perk? Maybe they want to start a five-point ping-pong championship at lunch on Fridays, or maybe they have a connection with someone who wants to teach a fitness class before the office opens in the mornings. They advocate hard for this change, and they're instrumental in getting the ball rolling and getting people excited to participate. That person is the champion. But what happens if your champion moves on? If one team member is carrying the whole program on their back, what if that person finds a new job or retires or moves across the country? You could quickly find you paid for that ping pong setup for nothing. Or worse, you're still paying out your contract for that yoga class in the conference room that no one is going to. To avoid this, make sure to choose perks that have wide appeal on your team and make a plan to designate a person in charge of them if and when your champion moves on. Tips for implementing a new perk at your organization. So, you found a perk, or several, that you like, and it's time to implement. Be sure to follow these three tips for a smooth and easy process. Number one, make it inclusive. You want your perks to contribute to your culture, not distract from it. That means they need to be accessible and inclusive for everyone on your team. For example, if you're giving out clothing, make sure to choose a brand with inclusive sizing and don't ask team members to disclose the size they want publicly. Also, don't forget remote employees. If a perk is specific to the office, but you have team members who work from home regularly, offer them an alternative or at least invite them to your ping pong tournaments finals. Number two, communicate it clearly. What exactly is the perk? How do you get it? Who's in charge of distribution? Where can team members find the information? This communication is especially important if the perk is something that has to be earned, like extra time off for hitting sales quotas or a bonus for referring a new employee. 
but it can also help you standardize the process, which can help you continue if your champion leaves. If you plan to keep this perk in place for a long time, consider adding this information to your culture guide or employee handbook. That way your team can refer to it at any time and won't need to ask you directly. If you don't have a culture guide yet, we have two episodes dedicated to how to create one. I'll link to them in the description. And number three, explain the why. This is a great tip for any change you make in your organization, and changing perks is no exception. Tell your team why you're adding or removing this perk, what you hope the impact will be, and how it connects to your culture and your mission. Understanding the why will help you get buy-in from leadership and the whole team, which will help you build trust and contribute to a meaningful company culture now and in the future. In this episode, we've covered everything you need to know about picking the perks that make sense for your organization. While the flashy nap pods and gourmet meals of big tech offices may have run their course, more reasonable perks can be a great investment for your organization. If you choose your perks carefully, your team and your culture will thank you for it. As always, remember that your role is as strategic as you make it.